Hey, I'm Fred. And I'm Ed. And this is Create a Generation. Create a Generation of Hype. All right, Frederico, what is happening this week? This week we're chatting with James from Manikudos, who has a channel that's all about internet and meme culture. The views on it just started to kind of double each day, and it was, you know, like 300 views uh, in the last two days, and then like 600 views, and then 1,000, and then you know, 2,000, and, and next thing I know, it's getting like 90,000 views every two days. Uh, and all my other content just got pushed like crazy everywhere. He is popping off right now. He's going big. So let's get into it. Right, and before we do, I got a little uh, giveaway at the end, don't I, And Yeah, it's a mysterious giveaway, but stick around. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get started, if you like this podcast that we've put together for you, please let us know on Apple Podcasts by leaving a review. We'd love to hear what you think about it. All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to Creative Generation. This week we are joined by Many Kudos, otherwise known as James, but let's call him Many Kudos. Or call me anything you want. Hey, do you, James, <laughs> names are all you know. It's all stuff we make up, really, isn't it? It's just a construct. Hey, um, exactly, <laughs> James. Why don't you do us the honor of giving a, a shot at introducing your channel, who you are, what do you do on YouTube? Oh, piss. Um, okay. <laughs> Hello. Uh, my name is Mini Kudos or Mini Kudos, if you like to say it weird. Uh, also known as James. I have a channel on YouTube, which is not a unique thing by any means, but uh, I create, man, what do I create? I, I, I suppose the, the defining factor of my content is internet culture and the, va- and the, the broadest kind of net possible. Uh, that covers everything from interesting internet personalities to video games or it's pretty much what i'm interested in and what i'm interested in a lot of people are interested in because i make no claims to be uh, a unique snowflake of a person (laughs) um so yeah it's pretty much whatever attractive mid 20 something millennials are into uh, i make videos on that Hmm. And look, we, I mean, funny we, one. We, we've talked to a couple of uh, people in the in the meme internet culture space, uh, internet historian who who you know as well. Um, mm. Interesting though, your channel. You're, obviously, you're not anonymous on your channel, are you? No, no. I, uh, I I make no efforts to hide my face. Although I have my Discord is is very excited about a face reveal at a hundred k. But I, I'm, I'm, I don't have the heart to tell them that uh, this is this is it. Um, do uh, do we, I just want to? But do you tell people your name is actually James, or were you just giving away, giving that away? No, I, I, I don't make any. I don't make any efforts to say it, but I also don't make any efforts to hide it. One of my like best YouTube mates is a guy whose name is also James, and it's like his channel name. So because I'm often with him, like on podcasts or in you know, in, in the space. I'm usually relegated to kudos, uh, and he gets to be James. So, uh, and what's, yeah, it, but what's no, his channel? People know I'm James. We can shorten it to to many, many. Nah, many. I'm as soon as I get big enough, I'm shaving the many off. I'm, I'm, I think there's so there wasn't a channel called Kudos. I think there still is, and it's on like. 20k subs but i don't think they've uploaded in ages nice so so i'm gonna i'm gonna one day absorb them is your your friend also an established creator is he's on his way up as well uh he's he's on his way up he's on about 17k subs i think uh he makes mm, ah, fantastic content that was me doing a a, a shift kiss Mm. i'm glad that came over audio uh but to our visual listeners that you would have seen that loud and clear but yeah no he he makes fantastic content as well uh, in a 
and a similar sphere, I suppose. Fantastic uh, content. Very as, inspirational. As well, which assumes that you're... Con- mm, you're check you're, out James you're, Miller on YouTube. <laughs> that's nice. And that does nice. assume that you, you think very highly of your own content because you say fantastic content as well. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But to be honest, oh, actually, you. James, you, you do make you very, dirty dog. very entertaining content. I'm, I'm, I am a big fan of the channel. And as you've no doubt seen from my donations in your Super Chat, um, an ongoing fan. Mm. <laughs> Well, I can never tell which of you, uh, you guys are such a faceless, uh, soulless corporation. So every time Crowd Generation pops up in my chat, I never know which you, which you three musketeers are, uh, you know, are, are behind the moniker. But I'm always, I'm always happy to see you there anyway. Um, so now I know it's you. No, it's you know, me. thank it's you for the super me. chat. <laughs> Although you you could just be taking credit for a no, uh, for Ant's donation for all I know. It it was me in the background. I thought that you know a dollar here, a dollar there would just give you this that little mm. that little edge you needed to to finish the video. You love that Fred's looking for for many many kudos. Hey, see what I did there for like a dollar fifty super chat donation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did today donate over a hundred dollars on a stream. That was crazy. Oh, what? I saw like, a fifty dollar one, and that was like he did another one. Baller. There you so go. Shout, Fred, out, shout out to that guy. Yeah, shout out to Hutch. Like, if you donate a hundred dollars to me, I'll shout you out on podcast appearances. Nice. That's the deal. Hey, actually, um, we're, we're talking about live, so just maybe to start with that. Like, how have you found the live component of what you're doing as a, as a creator who typically creates, you know, um, recorded content? Mm, I really like it because, especially with the kind of content I make, it's like. At best, I could probably bust out a video every three weeks, um, maybe two weeks if it's a bit of a smaller video, but most of my videos are like 15 to like 30 minutes. So, yeah, they're typically quite long. Uh, so I don't get to upload as frequently as, say, a lot of other creators who might do weekly uploads or even daily uploads. So what I, li- I do really like the live component uh, and that I can sort of interact with fans more regularly. And I like to treat my live content somewhat like my actual content. Uh, I I don't play video games live because um, I, th- I think someone's done that one before. So I try and do more unique <laughs> takes with a guest. That that's kind of like my shtick. I'm like, oh, let me get a guest, a YouTube friend, get them on, and then like what's something related to their channel or what's something that I think would be fun uh, to do. So for example, I had uh, Matt Tabor from from the Create Unknown, uh, the other Create themed podcast that I've been on. Mm. Um, and he's a he's a big smart man with a big beautiful brain. So we went on Wikipedia and we tried to fa- find the worst Wikipedia pages because uh, I mean Wikipedia is, is anything but a uh, I mean it, it's it's just a repository of human knowledge and humans are uh, by design awful. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of awful history out there. So that was that was really fun. Uh, so I really like doing those of, of these sort of exploring weird subcultures or facets of the internet. Nice. Uh, on live streams. Unfortunately, uh, because as explained before this, uh, my internet's been a bit dicey lately. I haven't been able to stream as much. But uh, hopefully once that's sorted out, I can get back to doing it more regularly because it's it's really fun. And getting to chat to people is, is awesome. I it's should, a great feeling. I should point out that I actually entered a live chat where you were actually designing uh, a 3D object. So there wasn't anyone there except, well, a whole bunch of people asking you about the, uh, I think it was a, a, like a Nintendo 64 or something. I'm not sure what you would, for your set you were designing. Hmm. And you were designing it, and I was like, yep. oh, that's interesting. And then I was like listening to the banter, and actually it was really quite interesting, and I actually stayed for a lot longer than I thought I was going to stay for. That's, oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, what, that's what, that. actually kind of sounds like an insult, but yeah, it, it was good, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fun as well because it's like it's stuff that I'd be doing anyway. Mm. You know, like uh, that, so uh, my job is I'm a 3D artist, so it's, the, it's work I'm used to doing, uh, and I enjoy doing it, obviously. It's my job. Uh, but 
when it's stuff for YouTube, it's like, well, I'm doing this either way. I needed to design a set. May as well do it with an audience uh, and I can talk people through it. And a lot of people see 3D as magic because it essentially is. It's it's very complex and you click a bunch of times and suddenly you've got like a, a, a room, <laughs> which is still quite impressive to some people, even if a lot of it's probably a lot of jargon and a lot of messing around with, you know, sliders and, and boring stuff. At the end of the stream, I like to think, you know, we went from nothing to having something you can look at, which is pretty cool. Uh, and, you know, obviously – I get to interact with the audience and people donate and everything. So yeah, it's like, it's like I'm doing what I was doing anyway, but now there's just so much more, uh, you know, excitement behind it. So obviously live is, is working well for you. And it's, it's, you know, it's a good, we recommend that creators, you know, really do test it out. A lot of creators don't like it because they, you know, they like having things that are very, you know, carefully curated and put together. Um, but mm. you know, it, it's, like so many creators who do it say how, how good it is because that interaction is so real. The people who are watching it, your fans don't actually get to see that, that real part. So it's really nice mm. having that connection there. So is it going to be a, a part of what you do going forward, do you think? Absolutely, yeah. I, I would like to make it a more consistent thing, doing more art streams or just getting, uh, you know, I've got a really good crew of, of uh, fellow YouTubers who have been super lucky to meet uh, big and small. So it'd be fun just to get them on and, you know, shoot the shit and, and explore weird facets to the internet and, and get up to mischief uh, and yeah and obviously interact with the fans and build up that kind of connection nice. going forwards because yeah it is it, it's so cool talking to to people hey i if, just i just like i just like people you know yeah if you ever want or one of us as a guest we're happy to, to jump on and talk about the strangest youtube channels we've ever come across i'll give you a little bit of a insight into the weird oh, weird world of youtube that'd be great actually yeah 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 that would be <laughs> i love that sort of thing i love finding weird youtube channels with like under 100 subs and just kind of watching it the same way you watch like a uh, like a nature documentary or something yeah <laughs> you know because some of them are like surprisingly good and then some of them are you know what you'd expect Expect, I suppose, for someone who who's been under 100 subs for like six years, <laughs> not hating. I get it, you know, like it's it, it is what it is. But yeah, I, a lot of times it is kids, and it's it's just entertaining because it's like this is what I would have been if YouTube was out when I was a child. <laughs> so it's sort of you know you, you kind of you see a bit of yourself in it. Yeah. Well, look, speaking of yeah. small channels and growing, like obviously you're you're not new to YouTube, but you know your channel has started to take off now. But what's your YouTube journey been like from you know where you started to sort of where you're at now? It's uh, it's been an interesting one. I think I started April of last year, I believe, uh, mid last year. Anyway, that was it was just something I've been wanting to do for years, and I just didn't. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> it's sort of it's so stupid when you say it like that, but it's like it's just. There's things like that I've always wanted to do and I'm like, I'm going to do this one day. And then one day it's, it just hits you like, well, why aren't I doing it right now? Uh, there, there were certain reasons why um, it wasn't as easy for me to do it before. You know, obviously money, having to buy cameras and all that sort of thing, which you don't need to spend a lot on, honestly. But uh, And then just like filming locations and, and uh, knowledge and everything. Uh, all excuses that I make to myself. But regardless, uh, I moved over here to uh, Melbourne, Australia and was just like, you know what? It's now never. Why not? Uh, and so started filming. Just did, like I said earlier, topics that I find interesting that I know other people would probably find interesting as well. And I got pretty lucky early on. I think three videos in, one of my videos uh, kind of popped off on Reddit, which is very weird and has never happened since. <laughs> so I really fluked out on that one. Um, I 
I did make that video with Reddit in mind, so that was kind of a bit validating. Like, okay, I, I can, you know, I, I can make uh, content for a specific audience if need be. Um, but yeah, that did video. Uh, that video did well there, and I jumped from like thirty subs to about nine hundred. And uh, internet historian found me through that one as well. Uh, I thought at the time you guys had had you know slipped him a little note or something, but no, he actually it was just a complete coincidence. You guys knew, uh, you know, know and work with him, and he just happened to find me on Reddit. Uh, and, and reached out to me. So that was awesome. And then we collaborated on a video on my channel uh, about uh, Cool Cat Saves the Kids, an infamously bad uh, children's movie, um, and the uh, uh, eccentric creator behind it. And uh, after a few months, that one also popped off in January uh, of this year uh, and shot all the way up from... Uh, so I went from about 900 subs there to about eight or 9,000 uh, so I think it's around eight thousand, and it's trickled up to about nine thousand over the last, uh, you know, eleven months. And then, uh, and then the start of last month, uh, one of my videos I made in the, in the depths and the bowels of quarantine, when I was at my uh, at my lowest, uh, that one, <laughs> one of those videos popped off. It was a video on banned subreddits, uh, because oh, yeah, that was a great video. boy. There's a lot of those. Yeah, um, but that video was stewing away for months. It was like kind of consistently one of my top viewed, you know, each day, uh, but no, no, not massive numbers uh, by any means. But you know, it was it was doing okay. Uh, and then yeah, started November uh, around my birthday, so maybe uh, maybe that was YouTube's way of saying, you know, here you go. Uh, the, uh, the the views on it just started to kind of double each day, and it was you know th- like three hundred views uh, in the last two days, and then like six hundred views, and then a thousand, and then you know two thousand, and, and next thing I know, it's getting like. 90,000 views every two days uh, and all my other content just got pushed like crazy everywhere uh, and which compared to the other two times when the videos have popped up I actually have like a pretty decent back catalog now uh, you know relatively and um, yeah so we shot up from 9,000 subs to 50 I think we're 56 and a half now uh, in the span of about a month which was uh very exciting. <laughs> very uh, the, the the hype's died down now. You know, it's 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 tapered off again. We're back in the back, kind of uh, petering out a bit. But obviously, relatively speaking, the numbers are still significantly more than they used to be. So it's uh, it's it's very exciting. That's yeah, awesome! Congratulations. Oh, thank and- you. Well, I couldn't have done it without without the help from you guys, and that, that wow. is genuine. I uh, the the sort of. The guidance you've provided me has been very helpful. Even if it's stuff I kind of knew, it was just good to hear it from you because it's very easy to kind of assume you're in the right and then do the complete opposite thing of, of what you're actually meant to do, you know? Um, so, yeah, the workshops and just being able to chat with you guys has been super helpful. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've been lucky. We actually ended up just contacts with people. Kudos and I actually end up in the same co-work space and that's like just as the same time that he started on this YouTube journey. So we're hanging out a bit and, and talking mm. shop most days and that's why you, you were wondering whether or not we hooked you up with Internet Historian. Um, but that's all you. Um, and, you know, f- to be fully fully transparent, this is not our first podcast with you either. I'll own this because right after you hit about 9,000 subscribers and we, you know, pre-heavy lockdown here in Victoria and Australia and Melbourne, we sat down in person and had a, had a podcast, except I forgot mm. to get record on my camera. Um, but 
but it's kind of fortuitous in a way. We've we've got that, so we we'll, we can release that as well um, and be like, we, you know, we knew you first, yeah. um, and then we've yeah. got this this chat too now. While it's sort of at this this really exciting phase for you, where things are like, as you say, really popping off. It's really really cool to see that your hard work is being rewarded. Yeah, I don't absolutely. have a question yeah. or anything there, but I just think it's really great to see, <laughs> to see that. Um, you mentioned collaborating with Internet Historian on the Cool Cat video, but you've you've kind of a bunch of your videos now from from then on have had some pretty interesting collaborations with some mm. pretty successful creators in this meme internet culture space. Like, you know, you recently did one that had featured Justin Wang. I know you've had Semito yep. Media. You mentioned Matt Tabor or Tabor, whichever way you want to Tabor. call him. Yeah, unfortunately, he's he's in there as well sometimes. <laughs> Doplex, uh, you know, like um, there's yep. some – what, like – there's probably I've got to package up a couple of questions in there, and um, the first one is like, how have you, especially you know, pre things blowing up now, how how has a, a relatively smaller creator been able to collaborate with considerably bigger channels? Yeah, uh, I. It's hard to know exactly if my advice will ring true for everyone else because yeah, I did I did get lucky somewhat uh, in some ways. Uh, and say meeting you guys and or sharing a co-working space with you and through that being able to meet certain people like Matt Tabor, who's a, you know, a very well-connected man who was able to put me in touch with some of these people. Uh, but I mean, but that being said, internet historian uh, collaboration happened. He, I mean, he's just like a saint of a man and he found me on, uh, on Reddit, as I mentioned, uh, on a it was a subreddit called Mealtime Videos, which is a, a subreddit dedicated to videos, say over ten minutes that you can just if you need something to slap on the screen while you eat dinner or lunch or whatever. It's it's de- it's designed for that sort of thing, um, and my videos obviously fit to that niche quite nicely. So he it's quite a popular subreddit, and he must check it every now and then. And he just happened to see my video uh, and really enjoyed it, and and is the sort of guy to to go out of his way to reach out to you uh, if, if that sort of thing happens. I think for a lot of small creators, if, if a big creator was to see your content and it's it's genuinely good content within a similar sphere to them and they see that small sub count, they're probably going to reach out to you. Like obviously, it depends on the creator, but I know if I saw someone who was making really awesome content and they were at like 30 subs, 50 subs, I'd be like, oh, crap. I you know I, I don't even have that big of a platform, but I'd want to reach out to this person and and you know see what I could do to help help uh, bring them up. Uh, and yeah, again, so that was that was done entirely uh, just through me. I didn't have to rely on anyone else except for the people on Reddit upvoting, which is a, <laughs> a fickle game. Um, <laughs> but then once that connection was made, I, I, I guess I just made points not to. I guess I know this sounds so obvious, but just like treat them like a human. <laughs> you find like out really people? quickly when what? when talking to. Uh, well, I can't I can't validate whether historians are human or not yet. Mm, uh, but most uh, most creators, I believe, uh, are human or maybe reptilian. But either way, they're like when you when you meet them, and I've been lucky enough to meet like some fairly big ones in person. Um, yeah, they're really just people. In fact, they're even kind of boring sometimes. Like these personalities who are very ecstatic and, and crazy are very just like subdued and want to just, you know, fucking sit in a corner when you meet them in person. So you're going to throw I anyone that, under the bus here? Or are you just gonna- <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to be very vague. 
Yeah, so, you know, you often see on – I've been getting it somewhat as well since I, I'm kind of famous now, if you didn't notice. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, people see how you act. And I should made a whole point of mentioning this on the Belle Delphine video that I did where I kind of made a point to, like, recognize her as a human, not just as mm. this, like, 2D sex object, um, that people so often confuse your personality on camera with who you really are and often – you know, well, I, I've gotten DMs and stuff. Most DMs have been really good. I'll, I'll be honest. Most like 99% of people who have probably me have been really lovely. Just like, hey, man, love your stuff and, and really nice to talk to. But even then you get people who are just really like with the style of comedy that I've gotten everything, they'll, they'll reach out to me and be very ecstatic and over the top and, and crazy. And it's uh, I'll just be like, dude, I'm drinking a coffee and it's like 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm really, this is not me. Um, so... Yeah, if you do, if you are lucky enough to get in touch with with a large creator, just don't push it. Just remember that they are very busy and they've got a lot on. Treat them as people. Don't don't gush over them, um, and don't be you know don't go missing them like like real crazy stuff or being really over the top or or whatever you think they want to hear. Because probably what they actually want to hear is just someone talking to them like a normal person. That's the sort of people I think you actually want to collaborate with because you're like, okay, this guy's level-headed or girl is level-headed. They're not some you know crazy unhinged person I don't necessarily want to work with, uh, which, again, sounds like very obvious advice, but, yeah, just from what I've seen and what I've heard, um, just be normal. Just, <laughs> just treat them how you'd treat any of your other mates or how you – maybe even treat it like a job, you know, like a job application. Treat, treat it like you're <laughs> talking to your boss. But I mean, um, it's interesting what you say because you obviously were able to talk to a lot of bigger creators and, you know, big creators reach out to you even when you were at a smaller size. Um, and I sort of, like people ask about this, like can smaller creators really succeed on YouTube? And they definitely can. Like YouTube does want new creators and they do want them to get discovered. Mm. And often, you know, they will come up in, in people's feeds and they will be discovered. And, you know, there are ways you can get in touch with um, bigger creators and bigger creators can also find you as well. The, the, I think the, the thing is they'll just keep going, keep making good quality content because that's what's going to get noticed, right? Absolutely, yes. So that's – sorry, but you make a good point. I, I got ahead of myself a bit there. So I, my advice was like once you've made the good content and you get found, that's how you interact mm. with people in terms of being respectful and, and you know, not wasting their time and, and, uh, and so on. But, yeah, uh, obviously creating good content isn't always should be your first priority. Mm. Uh, Obviously, yeah, no one's going to find you if you don't make anything good. Uh, and if, but on the flip side, don't also get too tied up on making the best thing. Just make something, yeah. I mean, <laughs> because you otherwise, you'll you'll be like I did and spend years <laughs> being like, oh, I'm going to make something really good, and then just not. <laughs> you, you, uh, you have a strong back catalogue. I mean, that's one thing that I think that like you obviously had some initial success, but you kept you know you have a good back catalogue of videos. So the great thing was when someone did discover one of your. Uh, your newer videos took off then people could go oh who's what's this guy about and then go and check out your back catalog and like oh look at all this great mm. information so like you know all those videos took off and that's what we often say you know have one good video but if you don't have a good back catalog people are going to be like well well what's next so you know it, it does mm. um, emphasize the fact that you don't you want to make sure all your videos are you know watchable and, and, and well thought out and even you know the internet historian said the same thing is like you know he, he his back catalog was so strong um as he grew and that's what actually has accelerated his growth is such a such a good back catalog Log. yeah exactly and and his model is very much a model that i've followed as well of creating evergreen content uh, obviously there's so many different avenues to success on youtube so you know if you're covering video 
again, news, your stuff's not going to be evergreen, but that's fine. That, you know, you could still find success in that sphere, perhaps. I, I wouldn't know. I'm not in that sphere. But uh, for what I'm trying to do uh, and what Historian has done and continues to do is create content that you can still watch like four years from now and it's still relevant and funny and, and you know, still tells you about a topic that people are interested in. Because, um, yeah, like you say, that back catalogue is, is crucial and uh, I've definitely noticed that. Like each time I've had something hit the algorithm, I've obviously had like significantly more videos each time and each time the results have been, you know, significantly more subscribers uh, coming through. So, yeah, just having that back catalogue is is super important. So, again, just make good content and then keep making good content and don't stop making good content, even if it feels sometimes like it might be a bit futile. Like, again, I, I had a big burst of subs in January and then uh, pretty much nothing, uh, almost nothing until November. Mm. Uh, but, but then in November, I went from 9,000 to 55,000. So, yeah, when it, when, it, when it rains, it pours. It's not like you're going to necessarily like consistently, you know, grow all the time. You might just have to be laying the groundwork constantly for when, when there is that uh, that rocket ship that takes off. Yeah, speaking of your, your back catalogue, like looking back at what you've been doing, it, you've been chipping away and iterating and getting slightly better each time. Mm. I'll, at least I, I think you have and it, it, the views and the, the audience sort of back that up. What, like, can you in, explain what you were doing like when you first started the, you know, these type of videos and what are you doing now and like how you what made you iterate and, and what you've chipped away at over time just to, so people could sort of understand that progression? Yeah. So my early videos suck. I think I can, everyone can agree on that. No, <laughs> it's, it's weird. One of my, my very first video gets recommended a lot, which frustrates me to no end. Cause I'm like, oh, what this bit of videos, <laughs> so, but the title and thumbnail is just really good. So it's like, that's, you know, I, and, and also, uh, sorry, small side note. I hate that video. Most of the comments on that are like, this is really good. So as a creator, you often get lost in your own head and thinks your stuff is bad when it's really not that bad. But again, if you can't look back at your old work and think it's bad, you you haven't progressed. So I suppose early on, my whole thing was just, I wanted, I always wanted to, to look like I was a much better channel than I really am. And that's, I mean, that's still the goal. And it seems to work because I often get comments saying like, oh, I thought this was like a one, two mil sub channel, but you've only got, you know, this many subs. So this is really good quality content. Uh, I I guess I always try and get better in editing, uh, trying to learn new techniques, uh, finding new plugins or systems to uh, improve the visual aspect. Uh, I, I have a uh, honors degree in design, so I feel like I should probably uh, <laughs> use that. Otherwise, that was $40,000 uh, <laughs> poorly spent, which I'm currently fleeing from by uh, not being in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, I, yeah, the visual component is always very appealing to me and also just, yeah, it's, it's a motivational thing for me. I, if, if I make something that looks good, it, 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 I feel satisfied. Uh, but that might not be everyone's thing. Not everyone's out there to create, you know, super visually uh, insane content. They might just want it to be really funny or maybe they want it to sound really good, uh, which has been something I've had to work on because I'm not as good with sound, uh, and which is one of the reasons I don't like my early videos so much is I only really learned to mix sound four, four or five videos in. Uh, uh, so the only ones sound like tinny and flat and awful. Um, so, yeah, I think with each video, I just try and do something better. Like try and just take one thing 
that I felt could be improved from the previous video, or the previous couple of videos and be like, what, what didn't work there and what did work and what can I elaborate on and what can I, you know, um, what, what, what problems can we solve? Uh, so, and also being forced into specific situations can make the best content. I think, uh, like for example, having to make that 3d set, that was cause I moved homes. Uh, and I no longer had the, the traditional uh, television setup that I had in my previous place. My new place, the lounge is much uh, smaller. Um, so I don't really, I can't really get that same camera angle. Uh, but then I was like, well, I've got an office space now. And we got in touch and you said you had a green screen that I could borrow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm also a 3D artist. Why don't I just build a 3D set? Uh, again, not something necessarily everyone could do, but uh, I had the skills to do it. And I was like, this will be fun. Uh, and that was that was born from a limitation. Mm. Um, so yeah, I suppose like just constantly trying to improve on something, anything, oh. so that the next video is better. And after ten videos, you'll be ten times better in theory than what you were, you know, ten videos ago. And then just keep doing that until you're making the best videos on the platform. Yeah, I, I really, I, I really, I've really liked that approach. Though, like even though you look back at it now and you're like, oh, the sound was tinny on that and, like, your background mm. is amazing now and it, like, really has lifted your production value, it didn't stop you from still releasing a pretty bloody good video. Um, it was just like, okay, mm. and next time it will get better. And I think, you, you know, you weren't waiting. I think this is the first time you've you've given your new camera a run, but, like, you know, you're borrowing cameras and you're using, you know, mm. borrowing a mic or filming voiceover in someone else's studio and things like that and I, I think you're sort of like not letting those limitations stop you either which we hear a lot of people go well i don't have x y yeah. z camera equipment set studio um famous internet friends yet so i'm not gonna go and make it until i've got all those things in place uh <laughs> there was a um there was a there was an image i saw ages ago a a, a, a meme i think you kids call it um but it was one that really <laughs> stuck with me it's funny like <laughs> It's a very boomer picture now that I think about it, but it's definitely one that kind of like hit me. And it was, I think it was this like kid um, sitting outside his parents' like business, like, you know, they run like a bakery or something. I don't know. And he's uh, drawing on like this crappy little table that he had to set up. And the caption was essentially something like, if, you know, if you're truly passionate about something, you will, you won't let limitations stop you. Uh Obviously, the, the implication being this kid wanted to draw so badly that even though there was no space uh, in his, you know, in his parents' business, he was willing to draw literally on the street because he just wanted to draw that badly. And I, I definitely think about that a lot. It's like if I'm not willing to go out of my way to solve these issues, you know, borrow a camera because I can't afford one, or you know, record it at, at the studio. And obviously, not everyone's going to have all of those things available to them. But I think people will be surprised how many things there are out there that you can utilize, like libraries rent out cameras uh, and if you're at university there's almost certainly a big room full of camera equipment that probably never gets used um, unless you go to a film school or something but even then they'll have even more cameras so yeah there's there's always solutions often cheap and easy uh, solutions to almost every problem you can think of um, and if you're truly passionate about it and it's something you actually want to do then you will find solutions that suit you but if you're not passionate about it and it's not you know, you just want money or fame or some quick, you know, dopamine or something like you're not, you're not going to take those steps and you're not going to try and push yourself. Um, and, you know, ultimately you're probably not going to go as far on, on the platform probably. Um, but that's definitely something that 
yeah, something I've considered more and more and something I have noticed in people who are uh, going places on the platform is they are passionate and they don't let the limitations stop them from putting out something. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, mate, we're, we're almost running out of time. The good thing is I have recorded this session, um, so we've done we've done. Well I'd hope that. so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we Markedly have, improved from the last one. We have a, a, the standard segment we've always had since we actually podcasted originally with you, and we have a new one. The first one is is um, a good old crowd generation uh, tried and true favourite. That is, what are your top tips for aspiring creators? And that last one was pretty baller. So maybe... Mm. Got a couple more. Clip that. More. Yeah. Put, put, take what you just said and put that before what I said. <laughs> maybe maybe one more, like one golden tip, like one thing you wish you knew uh, before you started on this journey. Learn to mix audio. <laughs> Out of every, like audiences will forgive crappy visuals, poor camera quality, anything like that, but really bad sound can be quite difficult to uh to to push through so it, it's not that difficult uh i thought it was so which is why i put it off but just look up there's free software there's free tutorials there's free plugins uh, audacity i think has a lot of really good mixing stuff just learn to make it happen uh and it'll honestly make your content sound 10 times better and 10 times more professional and uh yeah because i think if if i click on something and the audio quality is bad i'm much more likely to click off it almost immediately because it hurts my ears yeah cool and then the other one this is definitely right up your alley and this is one of my favorite ones fred we always end up in in the aeronautical uh space but we we might you might surprise us today but that is um where where has the youtube rabbit hole taken you lately i fell down a yandere dev hole for a wee while there, uh, obviously in terms of research in my video, I watch a lot of cooking videos. So a lot of cooking, a lot of burgers. I'm really trying to up my burger game this summer. Uh, I think 2020 is going to be the year of the burger. Uh, so watch the space. But the other thing, I've been, I've been watching uh, his little teaser for uh, for your viewers, uh, mm. or I guess the video will be out by then. But uh, my next video is on uh, the Pokemania of the 90s. Uh, you know the the surge of Pokemon popularity in the late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of old news clips and religious sermons, and just what? all these things about Pokemon, where they were really sure it was going to like lead to the collapse of modern society or, so, or something or other. Um, but it's quite funny just seeing these uh, seeing these old old you know, awful, uh, awfully aged predictions where they're like, oh, this Pokemon thing, it's, it's probably just going to be a fad for another year and then it's going to go away. Um, and while it did die off, you know, relatively speaking, I mean, there's still... It's back. <laughs> it's, still, it's still always popular. Uh, I mean, mm. Pokemon Go, when that came out, that was that, that took over the entire planet for a wee while there. Mm. Uh, I was found videos of people uh, literally stampeding because there's a cool Pokemon a block over uh, <laughs> and like a hundred... <laughs> people with their phones raised are all running so and that was 2016 so yeah it's it's quite funny uh that, that's been my that's probably my rabbit hole lately is, is uh, late 90s uh news footage <laughs> about pokemon i like it what about frederico have what, you been what about you you first and tell me what, what where's where's your rabbit hole taking you? well, this, this one's a good one this one comes from a I don't, I don't know if they're a loyal listener or one time only but damn they came at us hard um i've got it up here with this is um, and we did think it could have been a bot, but it's the longest YouTube comment I've ever seen in my life on any channel. So it was worth reading. Um, I'll have to post it somewhere. It is on our, obviously on our YouTube channel with the, um, with the, with the chat we did with, with Nick, S, uh, SCG Barbarian. But he, but, uh, 
it goes for a long time, this comment. Um, so there's this very long time. This explanation and they also awesome. created a YouTube playlist of this creator that they wanted us to check out and interview. And the creator is called, uh, their name is Greg, but the, the channel is like spelt with J-R-E-G and it's kind of like a... Oh, uh, like Dread, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, very, it's a satirical, you know, comedy, like political satire, hilarious, very funny stuff. Um, and I went... His, this stuff is fantastic. Okay? I love his videos. It is brilliant. Um, and I'll link it somewhere. But so this, the biggest political shitpost channel you've ever seen. Like he, <laughs> he did one thing where he made a series of videos really empathetically claiming he was part of a specific, uh, you know, political ideology. The... The centre side, the the outside of everything. <laughs> it's there and a left leaning, liberal, right wing extremist, all in one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he said he's like a, an alt right member, and he's like a, a, a super like Marxist left. And like he gets all these comments on it, being like, "You're a fucking idiot! Can't believe you're you believe in communism and all this shit." And then there's literally another. The next video up is like, "I'm a hyper libertarian, like capitalist." Very, you know? very smart, very funny, creative, amazing. This this uh, our, our um, Henry Torybot, who is the person who sent this to us, created for us a forty-five video playlist of um, of the Hell channel yeah. in in order that we should watch it to so really understand the channel. <laughs> so I went deep. I haven't gone all the way through the forty-five, and I, I I've um, respected their wishes and not skipped ahead. I'm watching them in order. Yeah, but man, I'm going deep in this, and I'm loving it. It's um. It's fun, and I'm going to share share the playlist. I'll share the comment somewhere. Let it be known if you if you make a really long playlist of YouTube videos and and comment it on uh, this podcast, oh, and we'll watch it no matter no matter what it is. That's oh, his promise to you. Boost your views. Send me send me down your rabbit hole. Mm. <laughs> I can uh, I can probably link you some pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, thank you. Please. It's all on YouTube. All right, um, let's share that, maybe. Fred. What about you? Where have you been? Well, I was just thinking about it. I, I went down a bit of a sketch comedy hole. Uh, but you know what mm. I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually give you a line from the video. And if you can tell me who the creator is and what, what the video is, I'm going to send you an Amazon voucher. That's what I'm going to do. I've been thinking about it. It's, it's open to me and, and kudos. First, no, sorry, the, <laughs> first, the first person. The first person to do so. Oh, you. Yeah. You, dear yeah. listener. Right, yeah. Yes, you the are. First person okay. Oh, yeah, people so. are listening to this. I yeah, thought we were just yeah. having a nice chat. I know, I know. But the first person, not everyone, but the first person to do it, and, and this is the line, where's Peter Pan? Where's the Pan Man? That's the line. It's, I've looked it up. You can't actually find it by typing in Google, so you'd have to watch the video. But um, it's, it's quite popular at the moment. It's... Uh, it's in a couple of places, but if you can find it and tell me who the creator is in, in the, the video, I'll, uh, and you're the first one to do so, I will send you a, a, a little voucher. Little so mysterious because we very mysterious. Kudos to me and all the other, everyone else listening other than the, the one rando who gets that right is uh, 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 still the number one. I'm curious as well. Yeah, I'm sure many people have seen uh, this, but um, they probably don't know where they've seen it, but uh, it is... Uh, <laughs> It's something that's out there at the moment, and it's been something that's on my mind. And uh, yes, if you are the first person to do it correctly, I'll send you a, a little voucher. Yes, there you mm. go. There you go. Stay tuned. Stunning. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and on that note, kudos, mate. We've run out of time, but thank you so much for hanging out with us on Credit Generation Part Two. Um, this time, this <laughs> one for the first one to get released uh, <laughs> as blackmail. 
<laughs> yep, I can't even remember what I said on it at this point, so it could be something awful. Oh, you basically cried for 30 minutes and then just we just wrapped it up. That was it. There's no video of me in it, so we'll be safe. Thanks, mate. Awesome. Thanks, mate. All right, cheers, boys. Created generation on the mic.